0: Welcome back to the Essentially You Podcast, all about reinventing your health with safer, cheaper, more effective natural solutions and powerful lifestyle changes so that you become the CEO of your health. I am your host, Dr. Marisa Snyder. Today we are talking about one of my favorite topics, mainly because I continue to learn so much from this subject. The topic today is why self-care is the key to your success. Several years ago, a mentor of mine told me the highest energy wins. And I still believe those words today. The highest energy equals success in your health and in whatever sets your soul on fire. That could be your career, a passion project, what you do for your community, really anything that rocks your world. And another amazing friend, Tiffany Peterson, told me that energy is everything. And it's true. Literally, energy created by your mitochondria, the thousands of mitochondria in every single cell in your body, allows you to blink your eyes, listen to this podcast episode, and share your incredible, unique gifts with the world. And your energy is created by daily self-care habits and rituals that you have in place. Your energy is a direct response to how you nourish your body every single day. That emotional and physical energy that you create from daily self-care shows up in how you approach everything else in your life, including your success. Now, self-care is not selfish nor self-indulgent. It's actually quite the opposite. Most women that I talk to say this about self-care, that they can't even get five minutes alone to go to the bathroom. Now, are you one of these women? You know, I was one of these women for many years. You know, growing up, I believed that my worth as a woman was measured by how busy and successful I could become. So I worked hard from as early as I can remember. I was determined to prove my worth through hard work, multitasking, and adding more and more to my plate. At some point, my plate became this massive platter, yet I still found myself stressing about not doing enough, especially for other people. Self-care to me was a selfish act. I remember calling my workouts at the gym my selfish hour. That was my disempowering mindset. I did not believe that taking care of me was a priority and I suffered greatly for it. And I wasn't myself. I felt like a robot simply going through the motions until I took a deep look into the decisions that I made about my health, my lifestyle, my happiness, and I realized that I was extremely unhappy and quite unhealthy. I had no energy reserves to show up for anybody anymore. You know, Women like myself often feel guilt and shame for taking more time for themselves and that's exactly how we get ourselves in trouble. We often feel the need to get permission to love ourselves and to treat ourselves with respect. But I wanna ask, whose permission are we waiting for? If you're feeling guilty about self-care, I want you to take a long, hard look in the mirror and ask yourself, do I have the energy that I need to show up in the world and become the person I was meant to be? Or better yet, ask yourself, am I fueled by my own happiness? The biggest way we limit ourselves is that we take care of everyone else first and put ourselves last. And the only way to shift the priority is to shift our belief and how we feel about ourselves. Often our belief is that our worth and value is based on what we do for others. Shifting that belief means we make ourselves the priority too. That we fill our cup first and then serve others from that amazing energetic state. Shifting that belief is making the choice that we are worthy and deserving. One of my favorite quotes is from Maya Angelou. And she stated, if I am not good to myself, how can I expect anyone else to be good to me? If we want to be treated differently, we must treat ourselves with grace and love first and foremost. And that's where self-care comes into the conversation. Self-care is vital to boosting self-confidence, maintaining good health, increasing your productivity and focus, and lowering your stress levels. Taking care of ourselves means that we are at our best when we need to take care of others, whether that is being a parent, interacting with coworkers, or running our own businesses. When we talk about self care, you're really taking an inventory of how good you feel. So, how would you rate your feel good levels today, or over the last week, or even the last month? Are you feeling happy, energetic, and emotionally well? In practice, I would ask women to rate their energy levels on a scale of 1 to 10. How would you rate yourself right now? 1 being the lowest energy and 10 being the highest. I mean, honestly, you are rocking that rock star status at number 10. And what self-care or self-love rituals will help you do is they will help you move the needle up 1 to 2 notches. Because this isn't about perfection. It's about progressively moving in the right direction. Now I have a confession. For the last several months, we've been getting ready for all kinds of amazing things that we're bringing to you. One, this podcast had launched. I've got new content coming out. I'm working on my book manuscript. And kind of what happened to me running retreats is that I bit off a little bit more than I can chew. And although I loved a lot of the activities I was doing, because I was trying to cram everything in every day and then serving women, coaching women, taking care of women, I found myself letting go of some of my rituals. And I know better, but I wanted to get these things done. And one day, I took a look in the mirror. I woke up a little bit tired, which never happens. And I asked myself, how are you feeling today? How would I rate my feel-good levels today? And I rated myself at around a 6. And usually, I'm at least an 8. 8, 9, I never really get to 10, but like an 8 or 9. And I had to take a look at what I was doing, what what had, what had, gave in order for me to produce everything I was doing. And realized that a lot of my self-care had gone to the wayside for over a month. And so I had to go back, I had to reprioritize, bring it back into play, because I wanted to show up with that energy that I know I have. And I wanted to be able to feel incredible so that I can continue to create and, and really have the success that I know I was meant to have. So again, for me, it was never about perfection. I just, I'm trying to get to that seven, trying to get to the eight, and I can say with confidence right now that I'm at a solid eight, <laughs> and that is good enough for me at the moment. So scientific research can back up the quote that I recently shared with you earlier, which was the highest energy wins. You know, happier people are typically more successful. Happy people have a way of attracting the right people into their lives, the right opportunities. They emit an energy that people want to be a part of. I want you to take a moment and think of someone in your life that really lights you up. Not just lights you up, but lights up a lot of people, lights up the room when they walk in. And I want you to consider asking them out to coffee or tea or lunch and finding out what is it that sets their soul on fire? What are their daily habits? What are their daily rituals that really have them showing up with that energy so that you can kind of get a sense of things if you're struggling with how you can really get that in play for yourself? Most people believe that success, the actual getting success will make them happy, but it won't in most instances. Oftentimes, there is still this really big void to fill. Loving yourself and taking care of your body is a great way to create happiness. Not running yourself into the ground to fill that void. And I can tell you this from experience. You know, so often I hit a milestone, I finished a book, I, I got a new project off the ground, whatever it may be. You know, I I've, I've been very blessed to have some accomplishments in my life that I'm really happy about. But I can tell you that. I was rarely happy in those moments. Those moments, I remember feeling so exhausted that it often felt like I was just spinning my wheels even though I had accomplished this big thing that I'd worked so hard to get to. And oftentimes when I was having those moments and I was feeling so exhausted, it led me to feelings of shame and disappointment in myself when I should have been celebrating my big wins, It was so difficult to show up with any energy when I was really experiencing these disempowering emotions. Now, after I took a long look at what was going on and I became very self-aware of how all of these moments were passing me by without any happiness, without any celebrations, I realized that I was running on fumes. I had no energy and I had to really work hard to change my belief around my worth. Finally, when I put that self-love belief into action and created daily rituals that brought me back to that energetic state I was really once known for, I was able to begin to celebrate those moments and I was able to show up bigger and better for people and that's what mattered most. So if we ever meet, which I hope we do, You're going to find that I show up big with energy. My mission and self-care fuels my energy. And I hope that you can hear that in my podcast because I really want my energy to be a win for your incredible wellness journey. Now, the first step to really looking into that energy is my morning ritual, I am a big fan of having a morning ritual that nourishes you and sets the tone for your day. It's much easier to get out of the stress danger zone when you are able to start your day on the best foot. Now, there's a quote that I love by Louise Hay that goes, how you start your day is often how you live your life. It is such a profound quote, and man, it spoke volumes to me when I read that. Your morning self-care routine is all about setting the tone for the day you deserve to have. I actually devote an entire episode to morning rituals in case you want to go back to episode 9 and listen in. It's probably one of my favorite episodes to date because I love talking about self-care morning rituals. Now each day, we get to choose the day that we are going to have, and morning rituals really allow that to come into reality. This is when you have the opportunity to choose your intention and flow for the day. Now, not every day is the same. If you wake up without a morning routine, you will be subjected to random flow depending on other people's needs and priorities caffeine intake, and blood sugar levels. So set your mind and body for success in the morning with rituals that will support you throughout the day, especially when you have a lot on your plate, which I have a feeling that is very much the case for you. So here are some great morning routines that I want you to consider including. One, believing in yourself, holding a belief for yourself, breathing deeply, being positive about your day, eating right, Hydrating your body, motion, because oh, motion is life, journaling, especially gratitude journaling. It is really hard to be in a funky moment in a funky day when you are so grateful for all the things that you have in your life. Meditation, which I'm super excited. I've got my good friend Emily Fletcher coming up very soon in a couple of episodes talking about how to reduce stress with meditation. Aromatherapy, you guys know how much I love essential oils. Gratitude and just really taking that moment to nourish your body. So I want you to consider taking the first 30 minutes of your day and make it yours, right? Do not subject your day and your routine to other people's agendas and other people's priorities. So keep the computer, the laptop, the cell phone away in these first 30 minutes. That way you can create the day that you want based on your needs and priorities. Another form of self-care that I was taught by my dear friend Tiffany Peterson was to make a joy list. This was probably one of the most decadent and fun activities that I can remember doing. So when you get a chance, I want you to take out a piece of paper. I know that you may be driving right now or just not in a place where you've got a piece of paper and a pen on hand. So I want you to take a moment in the next couple of days, take out a piece of paper and write down... 20 items on your joy list and I want 10 of those items that cost money and then 10 of the items that do not cost any money to create your joy so here are a couple of joy items from my list here are three that cost money One is flowers. I don't know if you know, if you catch me on my Insta stories, I'm always posting pictures of flowers in our house. I buy flowers every week for our home, and they bring me so much joy to cut them, arrange them, and then add them to every room of the house. We even have flowers in the bathrooms. That's how much I love flowers. Yoga is another thing that I do that's on my joy list that costs money. But yoga is such a major player for me. I love it to become present and really get more in tune with my body. And it just helps me to breathe deeper, which is so key. And then books. I am such a bookworm. I am reading right now alone, I think, five different books. And one of the books I'm reading is by Candace Perth called Molecules of Emotion. And oh, I'm reading it every single night and just love it. So it's a special treat for me to read novels and to read books. Now, my joy items that are free are walks on the beach at sunset, which I will be doing right after this podcast episode. I happened to recording close to 6:30 tonight. Just kind of happened, that's the way it worked out. So my husband and I were gonna be heading over to the beach to do a little hike right at the sunsets. Hiking, so I'm knocking out two of these right now today. And then music and mini dance parties at my homes. So I love playing music. I love getting into my dance flow, especially if I need a little bit of a creativity boost. Not only does it burn calories, but it just it really pumps up those wonderful endorphins and boosts that dopamine inside of the brain. So those are just a couple of my joy items. And once you have your joy list, begin to incorporate one to two items into your week and pick at least one item from that list that cost you money now maybe it's a $10 bouquet of flowers or that $4 matcha latte that you absolutely love whatever it is I want you to pick one that really excites you and feels good to you this list is designed to help you move the needle towards more energy in your life so it doesn't need to be perfect it's all about progress for creating the success you were born to have you get to choose into as much joy and energy as you like. It's all about shifting that belief and opening doors for more choices. Once you step into that higher energy, you will begin to shift. And that includes your health, relationships, career, and much more. When you rise up from that energetic state and you're rocking that superwoman stance, you are opening up yourself to more opportunities and more space for something greater. You're opening yourself to incredible success. And success can mean so many things. It's truly a personal journey. The goal today is to have you ready to receive what a higher energetic state has to offer. The final step for each of us is choosing in. Deciding that you are worth the self-care is the hardest part. Shifting that belief was the most difficult for me because until I could honor myself enough, I wasn't going to implement these new changes. It's all about belief. I wanna share a quote with you that keeps showing up for me. Every next level of your life will demand a different version of you. I had to tell myself that what is going to get me to the higher state, that higher energetic state, will look a lot different than what brought me to this low-energy place. And that meant I had to change my belief, my consciousness, habits, and how I lived my life every single day. Once that shift happened, the actual self-care was easy. And the self-care benefits are everything, right? When you begin to love yourself and honor your body, my gosh, the world opens up for you. Now, if you're wondering where to start, here are some of my favorite self-care rituals to consider integrating into your day and week. These are a little bit different than the morning rituals that I mentioned before because these can be integrated throughout the entire day. One, breathe deeply. And I highly recommend breathing deeply with an essential oil, I share a lot of deep breathing exercises throughout this podcast because it is so important. And if you find yourself having a difficult time breathing deeply, I would put it on the calendar or do a five-minute meditation or go to yoga a couple times a week to really make sure that you're being present in your body. Number two, move your body. So important to move your body. You know, I'm heading off to go hike in just a moment because it is so important to just Not feel like a zombie at work in our chairs every single day. Next, nourish your body with real food. Energetic foods, right? So lots of plant-based foods that are fueling your cells and fueling those mitochondria. Be proactive about drinking enough water. Use essential oils for stress and mood management. Celebrate your wins because it's so important to celebrate why you do all of the things that you do in life. And then do something each day that brings you joy, that fills up your cup and just has you feeling amazing because you are taking care of you. And then last but not least, smile. This is such an important one, right? Little effort and big reward. When you smile, your body releases endorphins and feel-good hormones. So smiling is a natural high. A couple others, I realized I had a couple bonuses, is give compliments This is super important. Giving a nice, genuine compliment will make everybody's day, including your own, and expressing gratitude. That's my other bonus. So appreciate what you have, all the people and things, instead of focusing on what you don't have. I think at least one person or thing, which I'm grateful for every single day, and think about why I'm grateful for them or grateful for it, it really has helped to make me a happier and more energetic person and then do some of these rituals that resonate with you and there's a good chance that you are already implementing some of these rituals already and if you are i just want to congratulate you for doing the good work as you know we are the ceo of of our life of our success so we must be proactive in understanding who we are how we function what our new normal is and how outside influences can affect us internally I hope after today's episode, you take a moment and give yourself permission to put yourself first so that again, you can show up bigger for the things that matter most to you. I know that it has made all of the difference for me. Now, if you are ready to get started, I have created the perfect self-care wellness ritual guide with all of my favorite recipes because recipes are important, right? It's one thing to have on paper what to do, but then I love the action, right? The implementation part of that. I will link to the self-care ritual guide in the show notes at drmarisa.com slash episode 17. On the next episode, I am interviewing a special guest, Amy Medling, also known as the PCOS Diva. We are going to be discussing how to thrive with PCOS, and I know you are going to love Amy as much as I do. And then lastly, I would love to hear from you and love to hear what you think about the podcast. Take a moment to rate and review the Essentially You podcast on iTunes. Your quick review will help spread the message to women all over the country and world who are looking to become a CEO of their own health and well-being. Well, it was such a pleasure and I can't wait to see you on the next episode. Until then, have an incredible and joyful day.